we've been in a series where we've been talking about work and money, uh, and we've been talking about entrusted, this idea that we are stewards of the things that God has given us, and the question for us is, how do we steward those things? And, and as we kind of started talking about this series, we thought maybe it would be fun to actually practice some of this stuff uh, in the middle of the series. So we've been talking about what it means to be blessed to be a blessing. We've talked about what it means to be sent in every area of our lives. We've talked about how we view our nine to five and our workplace from Monday through Friday as worship in the same way that we view showing up here on Sunday as worship and that we are the sent missionaries to all of those places and all of those things. We talked about how we are stewards and managers and God is the owner and that everything we have has been entrusted to us. So our gifts, our finances, our abilities, our time, our treasures, all of those things have been entrusted to us so that we will use them for the kingdom and that God is the owner and we are the managers in all of those areas. And so today, we're going to actually practice that. We're going to go out as a church into the community. We're going to bless others. We're going to serve others. We're going to look for opportunities to bless and serve and care. Some of you are going to go to sites where there's a project for you to work on, and you're going to be, you know, doing fixing some things and cleaning some things up. Some of you are going to go to a place where you're going to be really interacting with people and connecting with people. Um, some of you are going to go to some laundry mats, and we're just going to start paying for everybody's laundry at all the laundry mats in town. Um, we're going to just going to do a bunch of fun stuff and generous things, and we get to be a part of that. And so we're really excited about this. We hope that you guys are excited about this too. Stuttered Kennedy, who's a missiologist in Australia, said this. He said, no one worries about Jesus as long as he's kept shut in the church. But there's always trouble when you let him out. And Jesus said to the disciples, he said, the Father is sending me, so I am sending you. Just as I've been sent here to be a representative and ambassador of the Father, just as I only do what the Father tells me to do, I'm sending you to do the same. And so the invitation for us is to be the sent people who get outside the walls of the church. We have said from day one when we arrived here that our goal is not to make a massive giant service on Sunday, that we fill the seats and that we keep making the budget go up and to the right. Our goal is, our, our impact is not measured by what happens in this room, it's what happens outside of this room. The impact of what we do is gonna be measured by the lives of our children as we disciple them. It's gonna be measured by the way that we care, love, and serve, and give generously to the community around us. The church is the only institution in the world that doesn't exist for itself. We exist for the world so that we could be sent and so that we could go. And, and so today we want to embrace this idea that we're opening the doors, that we're going out into the world, that we're the sent people of God, sent to love and serve and care and, and share the good news. And churches over the last maybe 15 to 20 years have started creating really elaborate mission statements um, there's actually companies and consultants, we've worked with one, who helps you shape your mission statement, helps you come up with your business plan, your strategy, all of those kinds of things. And all of those things are great, but my concern sometimes is that we get some of those things backwards. So before we go out today, I want to be really clear with something. The church doesn't have a mission. The mission has a church. Are you with me? 
The church doesn't decide, this is our mission, this is our strategy, this is how we go up and to the right, this is how we fill the seats, this is how we, 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 we maintain economic status in our community, this is how we pay the salaries, this is how we do the things. The church are the representatives of God who are sent into the world to make a difference and to change the world. And so we are a part of the mission. The mission was happening long before Grace Marietta ever got here. It's going to exist long after Grace Marietta is done. And so God has planted this church in this place. I'm so excited about what Ben and Meg are going to do because they're going to start another church in another community in five to ten years from now. That church is going to be filled with people who are going to be living out the gospel, who are going to be loving and serving and giving generously and creating, and there's going to be a mission. It's the same mission that we have to go and serve and love and care and share the gospel over and over and over again. Howard Snyder famously said this. He said, church people think about how to get people into the church, but kingdom people think about how to get the church into the world. Church people worry that the world might change the church, but kingdom people work daily to see the church change the world. That's our heart. We want to equip every single follower of Jesus in our community to live out their kingdom dream, to live out their kingdom calling, to go, to be sent, to follow Jesus into the difficult places. So today, we want to practice this, but we don't go today in order to build the church we go today in order to be the church. That's what we're doing. And so our goal today, I, I want to be really clear about this because I've seen a lot of these things. And we got t-shirts today and we're going to wear them and it's great. But I've seen a lot of things like this where it's like a bang your chest about how great your church is. Right? Look how generous we are. Look how amazing we are. We gave up a whole Sunday. We're not even doing that. We, I still had to preach. Right? We're giving up a half a Sunday so that we can go do this. We're doing all of these things. And it becomes about like, well, look at us. Look at all the things that we're doing. This, that's not what this is about today. This is about us serving. And so today, I want to give us just really quickly just three things to think about as we go. And I want to look at Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 17. So if you got your Bibles, you can open there to Colossians chapter 3. Verses 12 through 17. If not, it'll be up on the screen here. Uh, and, and, and here's what I, I, I want to I help us with. Today, we don't go looking for projects. We are going looking for people. Now, for some of you, that's easy, right? You, where are my extroverts in the room, right? Like, you are always looking for people. You're just like, who can I talk to right now? Well, I want to talk to somebody. I, in fact, Ben's been talking for five minutes, and I haven't been able to talk, and I want to talk to somebody right now. Can we have a discussion time, Ben, during the sermon so that I can talk to all the... Like, some of you are just raring to go. You're looking for your people. Where's my introverts in the room? Let's interview introverts, unite together in our own homes, right? Uh, that's us. Uh, I, I'm an introvert, and so, like, my... My, I can stand, here's what's funny about me. I can stand up here and talk for three hours. I'm, I'm not going to do that, but I could. I could stand up here and talk forever. You know what the most awkward part of Sundays for me is? Small talk. I can't do small talk with y'all. I try. It's just always, I'm like, hi, how's the weather? How's your kids? All right. <laughs> like, I, I, I've learned some of it, but I'm really awkward at it, right? And so, introverts, I want you to know, like, there's projects that need to get done when we're going out today, um, but there's people that need to be loved. And so, I want to keep your eyes on both things. I want you to keep your eyes on the projects that you're doing, 
And I want to keep your eyes open to who are the people around you that need to be loved and served. Uh, And maybe uh, Jesus is going to ask you to take a risk today. Maybe he's going to ask you to have a conversation that you wouldn't normally have. Um, Maybe he's going to ask you to pray for somebody in a way that you've never done before. Uh, Maybe he's going to ask you to approach somebody and it's going to feel weird and hard and difficult. But the goal is not to check a bunch of boxes to say, all right, we cleaned up this park, we built these stairs, we paid for this laundry, check. The goal is for us to to show the love of Jesus everywhere we go. Uh, Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 17 says this, put on then, like this idea of we're actually putting on, Put on as God's chosen ones and holy with holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so we must also forgive. So, so I want you to put on the nature of a servant as you leave this place. I, I want you to go knowing that for the next few hours as we go and serve, you are missionaries. You are commissioned, right? I'm, I'm doing it right now. You are commissioned. You are sent you, by God. You are missionaries to go into our community and share the love of Jesus out there. And so we're putting on the, the identity of a missionary, which is the same identity that we should put on every day. Every morning when I leave the house to go to my workplace, I should put that, that, that identity on. Every time I walk into my office and see the people around me, every time I eat out at a restaurant, over and over again, wherever we go, we are the sent missionaries of God. And so we have to be aware of what he's doing. So number two is this, go looking for where God is working. Verse 14 says, and above all these things, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Um, and, and what we're looking for is, is, is what we want to learn to do is we want to learn to walk in the spirit. I want to learn to walk in step with Jesus And I want to recognize where the Spirit is at work and what the Spirit's doing and when the Spirit is prompting me to move and to talk and to share and to give and to care, all of those kinds of things. And so what we're asking for is we're asking Jesus to give us his eyes to see. So around here, we believe two things. We believe that God is always present and at work. The issue is not that God isn't here. The issue is that we're not aware of his presence. So even in our hard times, even in our challenging situations, even in our heartbreak and our pain, God is moving and he's at work and he's present and he's good. The challenge for us is to hear his whisper. And so what mature followers of Jesus learn to do is they learn to just hear the whisper of Jesus throughout their day. They just learn like, oh, we were at a restaurant the other day and I just kind of had a sense of like, I, I, we need to be kind to this waiter or waitress. That happens to me all the time. The Lord's just like asks some questions, tip big, do, like those kinds of things happen, or, or you're out somewhere and there's just a conversation that needs to happen, and I don't like conversation, right, so I kind of fight with Jesus about it sometimes, like, Lord, I, I'm busy, I got a lot of stuff going on, I got this meeting, I got to get here, those kinds of things, and there's this prompting of, I, you need to love and serve and care and step in to these spaces, and so the goal today is friendship with God and friendship with others. That's what we're looking for. That fr- and, and, and friendship shouldn't be difficult. It's just, it just happens, right? When you're hanging out with your friends and your best friends are all around a dinner table, it's not hard work. You're just there. 
and you're listening, and you're laughing, and you're enjoying. I think sometimes we think that missions and going out and serving is this big chore that we have to walk into. It's this big challenge and this difficulty and this hard thing that I've got to step into. Step into it with joy. Step into it knowing that God is with you, that he's good, that he's your friend, that he's your father, that he loves you, that he cares for you, and that he wants good things for you. And that you're getting to serve with friends. And if you don't have any friends in this room, make new friends, right? Walk up to people and say, I'm new to the church. I need friends. Right? It works. Uh, So today, just before you go, I I just ask, we're going to do a time of communion and prayer and worship here as we wrap up. And I just ask that you would just say to Jesus, hey, Jesus, as I go today, if there's anything that you want me to do, if there's any way that you want me to serve, will you just reveal that to me? Will you give me eyes to see where you're working and what you're doing? And then the last thing is, let's go with thanksgiving and joy. Verse 15 says, and let the peace of Christ rule in your heart, for which indeed you were called one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thanksgiving in our hearts to God. So today, listen, there's no pressure to do anything or accomplish anything or get anything done. This is what we do. We just simply lay out our hands and say, all right, Jesus, I'm going today. I'm going to try something. And I'm not sure how this is going to work. And I'm not sure what's going to happen. But whatever it is, I'm going with you. I'm rolling with you. And whatever's next, I ask you to reveal what's next. And I ask you to step into it. I've been, I, I turned 47 this year, which I'm sprinting fast towards 50, uh, and my hair is starting to show it, and my belly is starting to show it, and like, there's, there's, some, there's some things happening, there's some things happening, um, and, and so in all of those things, I'm not, okay, there's a little argument over my age over here, this is how old I am now, uh, I'm moving very fast towards 50, uh, but as I... As I do that, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm realizing so much that so much of my life has been about me trying to build something for God. Like this anxious mark making, like we gotta build something, we gotta create something, we gotta make something, we gotta do something, we gotta create something. And um, a few months ago in my sabbatical, I was praying and, and I just had, the, had a sense of the Lord just saying, this to me. He said, you've been busy building towers, and I just want you to plant a garden. All throughout scripture, whenever there's a mention of a tower or us building our own thing or trying to do something giant, that God actually combats that. Right? He says he stands against the prideful, but he actually gives grace to the humble. And every time we just kind of throw out the seeds, and say, all right, Lord, I don't know what's going to be built here. I don't know if this is going to turn out the way that we hoped for, the way that we wanted to, or, but I'm just going to be faithful, and I'm going to show up every week. And for me as a pastor, I'm going to show up every week, and I'm going to open up the Bible, and I'm going to do the very best I can with it. And every single week, I'm going to try and meet people who need to meet with me, and I'm going to try and love them and care for them and do the very best I can with them. And I'm going to try and disciple the people that want to be discipled. And I'm going to try and invest in the people that want to be invested. And I'm going to try and invite the people that want to be invited. 
and I'm going to try and do the very best that I can, but we're just planting a garden here, and it's not going to grow if you don't do something. There's this beautiful principle of I'm the one who's called to be faithful, and God's the one who's going to be fruitful. And so I just do the work, and I just pray, Lord, would you bring the fruit? And so that's my invitation for us today is let's humbly as a community go and love and serve. Let's look for the person who needs to be seen, known, heard, and loved today. And let's do that for it. Let's pay attention for opportunities to share the gospel, to serve with open hearts, to plant some seeds, and to make a garden. And then let's pray, guys, because I think the way you build a church, a healthy church, is that you keep planting seeds and they don't always sprout in a month. They don't always sprout in six months, but sometimes it's a year, it's five years, it's 10 years, it's 20 years. And you start to say, I think we did something that was worth it there. And so I love you guys. I'm really proud of you as a church. I'm proud of the church that we are. I'm proud of the heart that we have for our community. I'm proud that so many people are like, yes, let's go. Let's cancel this service and let's get out there. Why has Ben preaching at all? Like, I I'm happy about all those things. Uh, so I want to just pray for us. We're going to kind of wrap up with a song. Uh, and then I want to pray a commission over us. So Father, just thank you today. Thank you that you're with us. Thank you that you're good. Thank you that serving you isn't a chore. Thank you that you're not asking us to build a tower. That we're not asked to create and engineer something amazing today. That we're just asked to follow you and to serve you. Thanks for all these little ones that are going to go with us. Pray that they would have a fun time today too. They would get to see mom and dad loving and serving and caring. That they would get to see adults in their life that see, know, and hear them as well. And I pray that you would take our offering today and that you would multiply it. And so we ask, Lord, as we go, that you would go with us. We ask that you would prompt us, that you would encourage us, that you would challenge us, you would invite us. We ask that you would get all the praise and all the glory. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people said.